up everybody hey hey yo yo <clears throat> yo happy monday although not so happy if <laughs> you're exposed Ooh. to crypto lots of blood you guys think there's more oh I yeah guess. i guess <laughs> yeah yeah, I, I think, think most people do. Aren't all the charting guys kind of like the big wallets are still not accumulating, right? No, I wish we had the chart of uh, glass nodes. I think that's a paid thing, but yeah, I looked last night on Crypto Jack's uh, stream. He actually showed off the chart again, and uh, yeah, it's not good. I'll see y'all on Monday. A lot of guys saying he's gonna hit quick. 18 soon, Vince. Yeah, it seems to be the number people are waiting mm. for. That's what I'm looking at. Yeah, I'm gonna see if I can pull it up here real quick. 18. I, I'm tempted to start buying now, like super, super small amounts. But um, yeah, I think. Are you only looking at ETHFence to buy? I mean, I'll buy Bitcoin and Ethereum. Yeah, Bitcoin yeah. probably more than else. Ethereum. No, no, because. Historically speaking, whenever we start to go back to like a bull market, Bitcoin and Ethereum take off and then you get the alts to to go after that. That people move right. Bitcoin and Ethereum into those others. Well, Bitcoin into a th traditionally Ethereum and then alts. So I'm going to see if I can find the chart really quick here, but I don't I don't blame. I mean, we're half off. We're discounted basically half off right now. A little yeah. more from the highs so like yeah. can you blame somebody for buying here no especially if you're long i've always said and i think these guys have agreed that it's only a matter of time for ethereum to hit ten thousand. so you're buying it at 25 percent. so you're gonna 4x here um oh here we go i found the glass notes so for those of you who don't know shoot what i just do okay so um what you'll see here, I need to make sure the screen's okay. Can you guys see this right now? No, I'm guessing. It's a little delayed. Yeah, okay. it's a little delayed for me, so I can't see it yet. Okay, I'll take a... Uh... What, what, the, what he's showing here is... Okay, we can see it, yep. Okay, is it too small or anything? Shoot, um, I just lost it. No, it's fine. We can see the chart. Um, <laughs> shit. <laughs> I'm trying to pull up this chart so you guys can see the wallets. Basically, here we go. It it shows the wealthiest people wallets with over a thousand Bitcoin in them. You'll notice. He just. Oh my gosh. I can't get it to pull up. Okay, I'm gonna pause it. Okay, so this chart that's behind this, um, what it's showing is these are, this is the peak of basically multi, multi, multi millionaires. This is their Bitcoin wallets holding over a thousand Bitcoin. And this is, that was the price of Bitcoin along with it. And it peaked 
like right before the crash back in April of this year. And then it just went down from there. And you see it go down here. And we've been flat. Like wallets holding more than a thousand Bitcoin has been flat for months. And it hasn't started to increase yet. So that is a great indication that the big boys are not buying and that they're not going to start buying until they're ready. So the guy, one of the guys that's helped me the most that crypto Jack, and I've said this a lot in our discord, um, he is still calling for more blood. And so are the other people that I trust a lot. So he's been calling it for over a month now. I've told these guys, and I've said it a few times in our Discord, that I, I believe them. Um, we need we need there to be more pain, and retail, retail investors need to feel that pain so that the big boys can start buying because they love to win. So that's how they get rich. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's just what I've thought for a while, and, and I think these guys are pretty much on the same page with me. Yeah. Cool. I think we've really smashed crypto market. Garrett, you want to talk okay. about your Mecca Ape call, like your Mecca Apes that you minted yeah, yesterday? The, yeah, these are really, really cool, man. So they minted yesterday. Um, the the original project is called, or the original team and, and company is called Oogaverse. And they dropped something called Mecca Games by Oogaverse. And essentially, it's a staking-based game very similar structure to how wolf game was supposed to work um basically you have your uh i don't even know where to start okay so basically you have your robo ugas and then there are mecha apes these are the two primary um pieces in in the game the robo ugas when you stake them they generate 1000 of these og tokens per day and in order to unstake them, you need to accumulate at least 6,000 of those OG tokens. So if you wanted to stake a Robo Uga, then you would uh, need to wait six days to unstake. But in that six days, you would generate 6,000 of the OG token, which could mint you just shy of two Robo Ugas uh, from their minting website. The max supply, I, I want to say it's, it's cut at like 55,000 and it's we've seen a ton of supply shock as at first when the game minted out um similar to like 99 <coughs> excuse me similar to 99 percent of projects right now like right after mint they went right to mint price and they sat there for a bit but volume was high but anyone that knew and actually took the time to to read about what they were buying started staking right away and um i mean having a game like this functioning at this level like right out of the gate is super, super impressive and not something that we've really seen many times. So basically at this point, we've got 90% staking for the Robo Ugas and about 70% staking for the Mecha Apes, which are essentially like the wolves, quote unquote, of this game. The Mecha Apes can be unstaked at any time. Um, so that's why the staking percentage is a, is a bit lower on those. The advantage to keeping them staked is that they can steal OG yields and actually steal Robo Uga mints um, from other people that are minting with OG. So it's a really, really cool game. Um, the volume's been insane for about 24 hours since yesterday morning. 
Um, I'm pretty heavily invested in it at this point. I've got five of the Robo Ugas, and then I've got one of the Mecha Apes, and I think I want to get one more of the Robo Ugas. Everything I have is staked right now, um, so I would be currently generating a yield of uh, over, let's call it 5,000 OG per day just from my the, the Robos, and that would essentially mint me over one Robo Uga per day. And the floor is like 0 0.35, 0 0.4. So it's really, really cool, honestly. I'm I'm super impressed. The Discord is popping 24-7. As more people come to understand what this is and how well it's working, then they just go and they immediately stake their tokens. And uh, it's just causing further supply shock. So right now, you know, midday when the U.S. wakes up, stuff starts to tank a little bit. Volume is also a little bit lower at this kind in these lull hours of the of the day as far as NFT goes. Last night, the, they hit a floor of 0.95 ETH. Um, hmm. Right now, the floor is 0.3 ETH, and I think that's a really solid entry because I I mean, as long as the game continues working and doesn't just like break or something, then I I, I could see this continuing to go. And we could see major supply shock. Cool. I hope I, I hope I summarized that well. I think it's a badass game. I definitely think everyone should look into it. Oh, and then I should touch on Ugaverse. Um, so like obviously the the parent company, um, the U, what are they called? There's like Baby Ugas and Genesis Ugas, are the are their Genesis collection. They generate a token called DMT. And that token also uh, ha can mint the Robo Ugas or the Mecha Apes um, based off the yield. So people are also buying up the Genesis collection. I'm just focusing more on the on the in-game collection because that's the one with the volume. And uh, I don't know. I, I I have a really strong grasp at this point of, of how it all works, I guess. So Yeah, it's dope. Sweet. Totally recommend everyone look into it. Yeah, look at the... Look at the message Garrett posted about it in our Discord. It has all the details on it. It it's really yeah. cool. I haven't personally entered, but like I've wanted to a few times. I just yeah. I right now I'm just being so patient and stuff. But this is really cool. <laughs> the way they've executed is awesome too. Okay, Mecha Uga's gone. Right. Uh, Metroverse. Okay. Um. Yeah, Metroverse is a project that I'm really excited about. I think I kind of feel the same way about it as as Garrett does about the project he just talked about with the mechas. Um, there's like a huge team behind it. They Basically what you're doing is you're buying blocks of land um, with the floors like one ETH right now. So you're buying blocks into in a city and these blocks have certain zones. So for example, these blocks are all the same size. They're eight by eight units. And then the blocks are more valuable based on the zone of the city that they're in. So there's more industrial zones, there's more commercial zones, and there's more like residential areas. What we're seeing though is a lot of these guys have poured money into it because if anyone's really long on Metaverse land, this is a project that I would highly suggest you have an eye on and possibly invest in. Um, they're super long on the project. They have publicly said that they don't really want guys short-term trading the NFTs themselves. So the goal would be to buy a block or several blocks hmm. because as you buy more blocks, you can then have are accumulating more power and you're accumulating the ability to earn more of their token, which is MET. 
Um, the token itself was actually got up to like 36 cents just a few days ago. Obviously, as crypto's dip, it's dipped. It's now down to like six cents. <clears throat> um, and the thing about looking at it op on OpenSea is you're looking, the, the real floor price is for the smaller um, and less ideally placed blocks in, in the city. But really, the good blocks are, are looking more like two or three ETH. Um, the volume's been there. The volume is there. Um, their vision for the project is something super long-term, something where, you know, you're, they're able to take the Metroverse and put it into the sandbox. You know, they're able to put it into all these different big, you know, Metaverse platforms that, that we're seeing pop up now. And so that's why they're intentionally not staying specific to, you know, just the sandbox or just another alternative to that. Um, so that token actually was revealed earlier in the month. These had all minted um, earlier in January for 0.1, and now they've just continued to pop up. Um, they've continued to perform. Their whitelist is ginormous. Like they, they do a really good job of explaining all of it. But this is just a project that I've had an eye on. Um, I listened to a po good podcast with the team behind it last week. Um, they're, it's, it's, they're really treating it like a big company. Um, young, just young guys, um, I think from Sweden or Norway, and they're just trying to create a startup with this. And they're trying to make this the face and the most successful way of grabbing land in the sandbox or in you know, a separate area. Because what they've done is bought a huge plot of land in these big games and said, okay, now we're going to divide this up into eight by eight blocks that people can utilize and walk around. So um, that's that's Metroverse. Um, honestly, I wasn't even planning on talking about it today, um, but Aiden had said something. Once Gary had talked about Ooga Boogas, I was like, okay, maybe I should talk about these because I feel the same way about these as as Garrett does about Oogaverse. So um, yeah, really interesting. Do you have one? Um, no, I don't have one yet. I think I'm going to enter, but the thing is, I don't want to enter. I want to stay liquid right now. And when I enter on one, I kind of told myself I want to enter on one of the higher quality blocks. So something I'll cover is there's each block and you can see this in the NFT. There's three traits at the, on the bottom left. So those traits are like the placement, the MET that they'll earn and the usability of them. And that then adds up to a score. There's a whole function, like a whole yeah. algorithm for it. I was just showing that, that score, off some of the higher ones. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that score totally determines the value. So I would want something that's like, three or four hundred which would then which would mean it's going to be more like 1.5 or 2 ETH versus well, just the four of above one. anything above 380 is above 2 ETH and you're not going to get anything mm -hmm. uh like 400 is 15 ethereum that's the highest score you can get according to the score total at the bottom yeah. um so i mean it does look like though a play would be maybe a 381 or 380 because they're two ETH uh, the floor uh -huh. is what one one, so you're only paying two x for like one of the top score totals. That could be a, I mean, in my opinion, that could be a smart move, like you're saying, to buy a higher one. Yeah, yeah. They they were talking about something interesting. They were talking about they all like were in the Sim City, and this is their goal with this is for it to be like a, a the DeFi like gaming NFT based Sim City of of like 2022. So. It's sick. I think if someone the main the main target audience for this one is anyone who's interested in metaverse land, this is a project for them to look at. And I'm pretty sure a lot of them are already in it. So I wonder why yeah. the ones that um Pranksy bought are like not very good scores. Score totals. Yeah, he so yeah, he did sweep the, like this morning he went and bought a bunch off the floor. He well he bought some for two point five Ethereum that don't look that great. 
I saw. I wonder. Do you know what the scores were on those? I wonder. Low, like, mm. not very good. Mm -hmm. They do have like football stadiums and stuff, but I don't know if that matters. Like, I, yeah, kind of, kind of confused by the purchase, if that makes sense, because the uh -huh. score is really low. But, yeah, interesting. But it does have. Um, like some stuff on them that's low percentages. So maybe that's why. I, I, I guess I don't know. Yeah. Oh, somebody said Fleur just tweeted about this. Uh, Fleur did buy. Did yeah, Fleur is falling off. So, but anyways, he did buy did he? one. Huh? Yeah. Ideally, I think if I bought one, I would want one in a neighborhood or residential zone. The residential zones are doing well. Um, because what, basically, you can buy a neighborhood where people can stay and then you can charge rent for it. So, the, the hood would be like a group of blocks, which are the eight by eight units. And then the block is just the group of buildings. So if you took like three blocks, which would be a big investment of like four ETH, you can create your own little micro town inside of this, you know, that, inside of the Is metroverse. that what Hoodville Towers tall is? Probably, yeah. They probably own um, a few blocks because you can only is. use so much on one eight by eight unit. Seems like a ton but, of learning, but like yeah, yeah it's, it's got you guys started at least to show you the project so it's kind of the yeah. point here so cool yeah thanks mckay yeah ooga booga um ooga booga. cool cats <laughs> aiden you want to talk yeah, about pets. the cool cats the cool pets sure uh so we don't at least i don't know too much about this project just yet but i do know they're minting out um this friday four elemental types of nfts fire earth or fire, grass, air, and water. Um, yeah. Kind of interesting. It looks like they've got like a full fleshed out game for these. Um, I had linked the uh, like the promotional video. There's like quests and stuff. You can earn rewards. I'm assuming that's the milk token. Um, but it looks cool. I don't have any info on if it's exclusive to Cool Cats holders or if it, it'll be open for public mint. Um, I think if it both. Is I think they're doing like the mutants, like where it's 10,000 for the stuff. holders and then 10,000 more. Yep, that's what they're cool. doing. Well, well that, that's perfect because um, I think this is going to be a massive play. Uh, the Cool Cats name behind something means a lot. Um, cool Cats, last I looked, were sitting at like an 11.5 ETH floor. Um, so yeah, really, really excited for this one. Um, I think these these mutant style projects. And when, when we say that, we're just referring to like these large projects like Board Ape that do a, a secondary project uh, with, a, with some benefit to the original holders and then allow folks to get in at a, at a uh, lower price than holding the original NFT. So super excited for this one. Gonna have uh, some more info on it soon. Do you, think, uh, the, do you think a play would be buying a cool cat now or waiting till after this whole thing goes down? I think waiting till after. Yeah, I agree um, with I that. Think, I think the cool. I think the price of these. I mean, the value of these is almost priced into the current cool cat exactly. floor. Yeah, I agree. And with then that. Uh, I know their milk token is supposed to come soon as well, which is kind of priced into the floor price. Yep. Yeah. I agree. Well, we've seen Again. dead fellas. I think dead fellas announced they're doing a, a, a secondary project like this as well, um, coming soon. So we'll have more info on that as that well. Floor has gone up a ton too. I know, man. Three. That's a oh tough one. Gosh. Is we, were it? In, we were in there pretty. I mean, we've been talking about that one since last year. Since uh, yeah, three point three. Mm. Yeah, we've been talking wow. about those forever. We watched those things from the beginning. Yeah, like point yeah. two, point three. Yeah, literally. First Gary V show. They just look really cool. 
as we always say, you can easily distinguish them in a profile picture, unique, yep. yeah. good following. So that helps a lot. 100%. Traits have always been interesting to me on the dead fellas. Cause like you don't have them on the, if you just look at traits, like a ton of like ones that are super rare or anything, but there's like, there's like special combos or something. Isn't that right? Mm-hmm. There's yeah. a, there's secret traits. Secret uh, there's traits. actually a spreadsheet I can find. Um, it basically categorizes all of the secret traits and their rarities. Uh, and by secret traits, we mean like some of them have like tattoos for an example, but if you look at the properties, none of them, there is no tattoo property. Mm -hmm. so there's like a way to sort these um, in that spreadsheet. And some of those are obviously more desirable than others. Kind of a cool uh, twist on a, on a traditional concept. Yeah. yeah. I remember maybe, was that earlier? Like, yeah, first or second week of this year, when a few guys had bought into them when they were like a one four floor because OBJ and a few of the other guys, a few big guys on Instagram who had nothing to do with NFTs. Yeah, mm -hmm. they they were buying specifically the pink fur tree, which which was yeah. not a hidden tree. It was a established tree. Um, the floor on that was quite high. And I was one of those oh, people yeah. that got in on, on the dead fellas at that time. And I ended up selling way too early. Um, mm. I kind of regret that now, but. That project wasn't moving for the longest time and then out of nowhere we just checked and it like the floor price almost doubled so you know yeah. that's how it goes sometimes though i'm looking at the traits that there's only one of in dead fellas have you guys looked at the spiked jacket or uh -huh. the uh if you go to um what is it uh body maybe no yeah body you see there's three that have a one there's one of there's a fancy blue tracksuit a fur jacket and a spike jacket those are like oh, wow. the all one of ones with those traits so i guess there's a few cool. but yeah most of the project they're very similar in terms of how close they are in uh quantity okay so cool cats good oh bowman draft did we want to cover that yeah, yeah sure yeah, we talk, talk about cancels that. and stuff yeah. yeah. So this morning we woke up to, so obviously last week we had cooked Bowman Draft Sapphire. This morning, um, a lot of guys, I mean, it was probably right around eight, between 8 a.m. Eastern and uh, 7.30 a.m. Eastern. They sent out a huge wave of cancels. Um, obviously, we don't know the reason for the cancels. We don't, originally we thought it was profile related. Um, tops over the past week or so has been getting more strict just on these past releases with with profiles but we're just going to adjust to that that's not a concern um obviously they got a ton of heat on reddit um on the forums and on twitter after that release because <clears throat> we wiped out the stock and the product page was never live they ended up putting the product page live the day after so a lot of unhappy fellows about the drop um, as a result, prices are holding strong. They canceled a ton of orders this morning. There are some members and some of us who have orders sticking. Um, unknown if those will stick or cancel. I'm not exactly sure why they canceled, you know, 20 and then leave three or four instead of just canceling them all. It's a little strange, but there are guys who have orders sticking. Um, something Nico just brought up, and he can touch on this more, um, was last year they ended up just doing a raffle for these and I remember with KSR we were we were botting the raffle or somehow bypassing it um, I totally I totally forgot about that until Nico had brought it up today but it's possible that they're gonna definitely very likely re-release this stock in some fashion 
um, last year they used a raffle, which we haven't seen them do, I, I don't think, since that release. Nico? Yeah, so, yeah, that was the 21 Bowman Sapphire, and there was definitely a lot of outcry on Twitter about them doing another raffle. And then we, I mean, we got to remember, like, obviously they were acquired by Fanatics. We don't know exactly what's going on behind the doors with, you know, if is Fanatics kind of, you know, putting the hammer down on, on some of the, you know, anti-bot and, and, you know, because we've got to remember we had that, like, one per household uh, with Fanatics for a little bit. Mm. Um, so, you know, they might just be cracking down a little bit more. Um, so, we just to see how it plays out. But, yeah, I would expect we see a, a raffle um, within the next week or so, uh, you know, for the, for the stock that they did cancel. Okay. Yeah. Do you think this will affect prices? I mean, this morning I just assumed prices were going to spike after everyone got canceled. I'm sure the guys had pre-sold too. Uh, I mean, it might go up a little bit, but I mean, I think uh-huh. this product will just go up at the rate it, it would regardless. Um, gotcha. So I, I wouldn't worry about it and I would still hold it if, if you can. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, really interesting. I feel like they're starting – Tops is becoming more and more coherent to these – like to the multiples, I feel like they're gonna start getting stricter with it. Um, I don't know. Were really we're gonna have mad to see about that drop too. People were oh really, yeah. Really mad. Yeah, Garrett, weren't you on the forum saying they're like calling us out and stuff? Yeah, they were like posting our tweet, and our tweet didn't even talk about bots. It was super vague, but yeah, they were posting it, mm-hmm. and they were going crazy on the blow up <laughs> right after that drop. People were really upset. So, makes mm-hmm. sense that you know they uh got tops to send some cancels out yeah yeah shout out to my fellow 582 montgomery club members we were able to cop a full day early already yeah. delivered you know not canceled different, life, different <laughs> lifestyle but you know yeah I, I, that's it's just hard the life. to stay humble when you're a 582 uh member but mm. i just remember where i came from you know yeah i just remember you guys paid 600 dollars to buy them that's how i think about it Remember that, Aiden? On that's one day. That's one way to think about it. But yeah, yeah, that's how I think about it. I have a I have a box of Bowman draft sitting next to me, and, and I don't know if this anyone else true. does. So. And the prestige that comes with it. Right. Mm. Oh yeah, it's such a limited, iconic product. Yep. Not a lot of people are gonna get this box, probably. Maybe just AD and a few other guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, cool. and then. As far as I wanted to touch on consoles, yeah, really I got briefly. that here. Yeah, yeah, consoles. Um, I I think we we talked a little bit about it last week at the end of the week, and we're still seeing it more and more. Um, prices have were unaffected by a bunch of the guys who hit those tar- the target drop at the end of last week have picked up their orders by now, and prices are holding strong. Botanki is paying like six thirty. Um, a lot of the guys are anywhere from 620 to 635 now on on PS5 discs, which is great. I think we're going to continue to see the price trend up. Um, some of the bulk guys are saying that I mean they could see the market eventually hitting 700, hopefully like or like late in, in late spring, early summer. Um, we we'd heard that one of the big suppliers who a lot of these middle who a lot of you know the cash out guys we sell to, they're the guys they are moving the products to before shipping them overseas were had been closed they had been just sitting on too much inventory for the past month uh q4 late q4 early into q1 
And they just last week announced that they're expecting to open back up again, which is great for these buyers because now they're able to move them, you know, to their buyers. So I think prices are totally heading the right direction. I see no reason for us to start slowing down on PS5s, um, disc or digital anytime soon. And frankly, I think I'm going to start considering start starting to buy Xboxes again as well, because even if I can make 30 to $40 on one, um, you know, come, you know, February, I think there is room for profit and, you know, three or four and boom, that's 250 bucks. So I, I think we still have a lot of time left with consoles. I think there was some panic, you know, early this year, and I think we're doing just fine. That's my opinion. So Nico, did we uh, did we end up rugging ourselves by selling uh, to the Cash Out Kings last week? <laughs> we might we might have rugged ourselves for a little bit of uh, extra profit because I think they're paying yeah. like six twenty five right now. At least Oof, the, the, yeah. the we offloaded all of our discs at five ninety, so not a great. Oh, nice, not great. Yeah. Shout out Orion, but he also <laughs> had his own little snafu, so I think oh. we, I think they're even. <laughs> yeah, we can't disclose that, but <laughs> shout out to him. Shout out Orion. Yeah. Big shout out. That's all we had on the. That's all we had planned. Um, yeah, I think we had it pretty good. Yeah. Awesome. Sweet. I agree. Thanks, guys. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Yeah. Noon yeah. Eastern.